It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. You've waited all week for it. And now we're here. Dry Januarians, my favorite person doing Dry January for legitimate reasons and not just clout chasing on social media, is, of course, one of my besties, Jessica Tarlov, co-host of The Five, goddess, and mom. Yeah. It's like 1.5 kids now. I okay, like. so you announced it. So <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Chasing you around with garbage cans, pretending you're allergic to watermelon. I was talking about, <laughs> yeah. So Kennedy's referring to the fact that I choked on, granted, it was like five pieces of salami crammed together that <laughs> I was scarfing at Guy Benson's baby shower. And she told everyone, she's like, no, no, no. Oh, she has very rare allergies. Because <laughs> um, you barfed and everyone got yeah. really worried. Right. And, and the cat was like, not out of the bag. No, that was September. The cat, well, the cat was out of, like... The cat know, was in the bag. This cat yeah. had been out yeah. to get us in this condition. Yeah. But, yeah. you know... Yeah, I know, No baby. one knew, yeah, that there was a little cat coming. Yeah. So I had to yeah. lie to my coworkers and say, oh, it's a food allergy. Very so serious. So like, they've very forgotten rare. that you covered for me. But I have had a few people being like, the salami choking. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a little fun in the oven to yeah. go with the charcuterie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's do a fun, easy mocktail because okay. you actually are not drinking because you're pregnant with your second child. Correct. There we go. My man hands. We're going to start with a teeny tiny bit of grenadine. Just okay. enough to say hello. Give it some color. Hi. Just hello. And then, um, oh, look how pretty that is. And a little more. Because I love grenadine. Me too. You can I love Shirley Temple's. Really? I, um, yeah. Peter Suderman has this whole thing about how you make grenadine. Oh. And um, so he is my cocktail guru. Oh. And he's got a wonderful uh, substack letter called about cocktail, cocktails? cocktails with Suderman. And he goes into exhaustive detail that. about, I mean, his eggnog substacks were phenomenal. And I've saved they got them you through the holidays? for future generations. Yes, I made several of his recipes. And this is some pineapple juice. Yum. Because we need some sweetness in our lives. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, it's kind of the color of the sunrise. Yes. And then we top it off with grapefruit LaCroix, also known as pomplemousse. Look how pretty that drink is. Oh. And it, it tastes like vacation. And then Great. it's garnished with a very fragrant orange wedge. And, um, and a cherry. A dark cherry. A dark Bing cherry. So cheers to you. Cheers to us. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And to you, dry Januarians. Mm. Oh, that's good. It'll get sweeter as it goes, like a good first like date. Like it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, not that I've been married that long, but I was thinking the other day about how like fun dating is. And you're just like, who are you? I hated dating really i couldn't stand it i i could not stand the point where you're nervous like because it just makes me want to barf and i hate i feel you'd be great at it though it's just like a big sexy interview yeah but i'm not good i'm too weird straightforward and weird yes frankly like if someone's not into weird it's it's such a way but i feel like they would have never asked you out if they weren't weird exactly right right yeah it's not like suit guy being like she's the one for me yeah, yeah mr wilson you're like wow yeah <laughs> she's gonna be great at the corporate uh meetings retreats they'll love her at the country club 
I can see her in the Dominican Republic now <laughs> with all my colleagues. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's no, happening. but they might think you were like a fun, different kind of thing, like an older one. I never did dating apps. You could be like, did you ever do yeah. apps? Oh, I loved apps. Really? Oh yeah. What was good about them? I because I I guess I hear my well, friends a lot of who people are, are married off of it. Okay. Oh, you have frustrated friends. Yeah, but they're younger. It's very interesting because I think the problem is when when you're like early thirties and younger. Dating apps are just like your life is about yeah. swiping and there's always someone else to swipe for. And and it gets very frustrating because you think you like someone and then they're just on to the next. Right. I think that's probably right. I think you can do it like young when that's your vibe, right? That yeah. you're just like want to go out with as many people as possible and do fun and different things. And then I think when you're serious, if you can find other serious people, yeah. it's just this amazing thing to be able to connect, be connected to people you would never meet before and under any other circumstances. And Did I you think, really find your husband on Christian Farmer? Yes. <laughs> on Christian Farmer. Um, and also COVID is coming. What are we going to do? Dot com. Yeah. So uh, your situationship turned into yes, marriage. And we made that work. But funnily enough, so Brian, who is my husband and I were both. Brian Tarlov. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he goes now. <laughs> um, we were both, when we met, signed up on Bumble, which oh, okay. was my favorite app because I liked the that the woman has to say something first because you get so many like gross messages. So it puts a little more is, of the it, onus on you. guys than women on dating apps? Or is it 50-50? I don't 50 /50? know. I, don't, I, I heard somewhere that there, there were more guys, but that surprised me. Well, they're probably being gross, mm -hmm. right? That they're just... Trying to have as yeah, much random sex as up. possible. Absolutely. Sprinkle the seed. Yeah. As the Lord intended. Totally. When my high school boyfriend dumped me, my dad didn't like him anyway, but because I wouldn't have sex with him and I was like crying to my dad about it. And he was like, listen, it's the job of the man to pollinate as many flowers as possible. And it's the job of women to say no. Mm. And he was like, that's how all heterosexual relationships work. And it's kind of hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, if you go back to um, evolutionary biology, it's all about parental investment. And so a male can have a very limited 30 second parental investment, yeah. whereas a woman has a much longer parental investment. I mean, Legally Blonde would not have been the hit that it was without that kind of thinking. Exactly right. right. Every ejaculation is it's, actually a lost child. Yes. <laughs> or a... It can be a, it can be a ding for a that woeful was abandonment. Blonde, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Anyway, so Brian and I, we live next door to each other. And so we met that way. But then one night, we weren't hanging out that night. He, he was in his apartment next door. I was in mine, swiping around. And he shows up on my Bumble. And I was like, this isn't okay. So I march next door. And I'm like, what is this? And one of his pictures was a picture that I took of him. Oh. Uh-huh. Because he had weird facial hair through the beginning of COVID. You know how, like, a lot of yeah, men yeah. get their strangeness out that way? yep. Yeah. And I was like, this is such a violation. He was like, well, what are you doing on a dating app? And I was like, well, that, I don't have a new picture. I'm just <laughs> hanging out here. And then we agreed to go. That's why we agreed to go off the apps. I was like, I cannot oh, wow. see you with, like, a green bubble, right, that you're actively on here. So how long had you been dating? I mean, when he got it was COVID, so you get like, you get close fast, yeah. you know, don't want to reveal too much, but not that shocking. I got pregnant. Um, so like six weeks, maybe. Okay. 
So enough time if you're together, let's say five nights a week, mm-hmm. like he would, and no, you can't because of absolutely illness. Right. We weren't seeing other right. You couldn't like go out and meet someone else. Yeah, but it was literally like boredom. Right, you're just sitting around and. Like, I've exhausted Instagram. Let me exhaust the men of Union Square. And <laughs> then I'll watch The Bachelor and go to bed. Anyway. Oh, that's fantastic. And I'll now show you the picture. It's ugly. I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And I, I also can't wait to remind Brian Tarlop about yeah. that party foul. <laughs> that, you know, led to the best decision of his life. Totally. Which was, you know, landing himself in a house with multiple women. <laughs> so many. He is outnumbered. So many ladies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, I mean, you you run an all-female household. Absolutely. That's why we had to get a male dog. And a Fred. Oh, yeah. And a Fred. <laughs> I can't Hot whistle, but I am whistling inside. <laughs> People are like, who's Fred? None of your goddamn business. That's oh, I'm sorry. Fred is. Is that... No, that's okay. I talk about Fred. I just haven't named him. Oh. That's okay. Remember when Dana Perina outed you as being pregnant on the fire? Sure, that was worse. <laughs> I wanted to do that last time we were on over... Just for funsies. <laughs> yes. Well, the best is, so we announced it and did like what we thought was a cute thing with Dana because now it's like her thing. Mm-hmm. But Greg definitely tried to do it twice the week before. It's just like randomly in the middle of five. I was like, do you have any weird cravings lately? And I was like, you little... Yeah, and then exactly I read his other saying. joke, and then there were like a few strange tweets that were like, "Is Greg Raffaello like trying to say that Jesse's pregnant?" And I just laughed them obviously, and then we did it for real because I was going to Iowa and I didn't know what the desk would look like. Yeah, the five desk you, is you high. Can't see, I mean, my face is a little chonkier, but you just be like, "Oh, she's chonky. been she's been happy. She's been eating." Yeah, it's the holidays. I can't close any blazers. Oh, why would it's you? Just like, yeah. Second Let end. Harold Ford Jr. close his blazer. He does. Yeah. You, you can do, do it with one hand, I bet. Really? I feel like that's like the slick way to do it, right? Like when you see a guy that's just like, I could. Yeah. It's like a woman getting out of a car with a short skirt. And then you don't see everything? Yeah. That's it, it's a very the refined of... way of doing it. I remember um, when Princess Diana, God rest her soul, was still alive. Um, the PR person at MTV was like, make sure when you get out of a car and there are photographers there, you get out like Princess Diana. And I was like, what does that mean? She goes, she gets out completely to the side. She never turns her body to the cameras. And I was like, interesting. Huh. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah. I don't know if they really show it on The Crown. Have you watched season six of The Crown? I have not watched any Crown. I know know I'm missing out. And I lived in London for a year. I just. I I love it too much. I've seen every episode. I've seen season one probably 30 times. That's not an exaggeration. You can ask anyone in my orbit. Um, but season six, very underwhelming. Oh, don't even, don't even start. Cause it'll break your heart. It's like the Godfather three. Okay. Yeah. I understand. It's fine. just cause that's been explained to me. Yeah. Um, Godfather one and two, two of the best movies ever made. Godfather two. Are you two. a two or a one is better person? I like one better because Intr- I feel I'm, like I rarely hear that. Yeah. I'm, I'm super old school. I think two is absolutely brilliant, but it's a little emotionally intense for me. Oh. I, I prefer one. I think two is beautifully written, one beautifully is acted. Easy to yeah, digest. One is just like, it's so iconic. Huh. Um, and then three is like, why did they ever do this? Huh. Money. Yeah, exactly right. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Um, so, Did you watch the Amazon Prime show, The Offer? No, but I heard it was very good. It was amazing. Yes. So it's from last year. It's the story of how The Godfather got made. Mm-hmm. And Al Ruddy, who was the producer of it, how he found the material. 
and brought it out to LA mm -hmm. and the hoops they had to jump through and dealing with the mafia in uh in Palermo? Brooklyn. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Actually, oh. Italy was a lot easier for them to navigate than Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Um and Giovanni Rabisi plays uh the mob boss in Brooklyn who oh, didn't wow. want it to be made because I didn't realize this and I never read it. So maybe that's part of it. But in the book, they never use the term mafia. Mm -hmm. Just they were not trying to denigrate anyone. And then obviously the show, the movie wanted to do that. And when mm -hmm. Francis Ward Coppola was putting it together, it was like, we have to. Um, Mario Puzo, the writer? Yes. Was like, no. This is like inauthentic to the story. Anyway. It's really interesting. Yeah. La Cosa Nostra. Miles Teller. Yes. It was Francis Ford Coppola, right? I didn't mean yes, that up. Yes, absolutely yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Good. Anyway, it's a great show. Winona Ryder dropped out of Godfather 3, so that's why Sofia Coppola was cast. Oh. Because Francis Ford Coppola, like, panicked and put he his daughter in. He was like, who's in here? Yeah. Who's, who's around today? She's a phenomenal director. I didn't love Priscilla. I didn't see it. Oh. You wouldn't have loved it. I didn't it. watch Elvis, and I love Elvis. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Any good gossip? About Elvis? About Harry and Meghan? Oh. Yeah. I just saw Piers Morgan, too. He had nothing to say. Really? He about Harry has, and Meghan. No. He always has Well, it was interesting because the rundown had a Harry and Meghan topic, but we didn't end up doing it. Wouldn't it be funny if Harry Connick Jr. and Meghan Kelly became a thing? Sure. And then we had our own Harry and Meghan? It would not be the same at all. It but really yeah, wouldn't. just be two people with those names. <laughs> Yeah, I love Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, I do too. And and his wife Jill is beautiful, and he loves her. And so let's Megan not Kelly's have the husband split Doug. Up. I don't want to split up two families. No, we just can't do in that. order we to have a fun play on words. No, that might occasionally, like once every other month, we can still talk about it. But yeah, let's hope they stay and together. Then, and we don't want that to come to fruition. No, absolutely not. Do you watch the South Parks where they make fun of Harry and Megan? Absolutely, they're so funny. I and I've said this before. I knew my children were going to be okay, and I, I knew they would survive public schools when they started watching South Park. Because it's like, nothing is sacred. Make fun of everything. It's okay to have a filthy sense of humor as long as there's joy in it. And there's some cleverness about yeah. it. There's real cleverness. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, to be able to quote things, and my girls bond over it, and they watch it together. So I'm like, I'm good. My work here is done. Let South Park raise you through the rest of your adolescence. Well, and also being raised by Canadians, I think, is better. <laughs> it's just like a nicer, even though it's raunchy and all the things. But like Canadians are good people. Uh, they are. I was just in Montreal. Lovely oh, city. Yeah. Fan of Toronto. I don't think I've been to a part of Canada that I don't like. The only problem with Canada is there are so many Canadians. What's wrong with them? Yeah. Nice. They're okay. I haven't been to bad Canada either. I love Vancouver. Vancouver's amazing. Vancouver's like a I could live here place. Yeah. Vancouver is a phenomenal city. Have you been to Whistler? Yes. I have Ugh. skied Whistler. I've mostly roasted marshmallows and I like their apres ski. It's not oh, yeah. quite like European apres ski. No. But it's a lovely time. Yeah, it's like the partiers put the village together. Totally. And and they did a fantastic job. They did. And the mountain's great. Yeah, it's fun in the summer too. I haven't done that, but I'm not one for like hopping on a mountain bike. No, but it's like horseback riding and there's trapeze. Yeah. I wouldn't you love to learn trapeze right now? I mean, I, I would, but no, like, I, like, I, right I won't right now. No, <laughs> I can't. How Honestly, just the thought you? of like 
how much I would have to pee and I'd be hanging from my knees <laughs> I pee every 45 seconds. She um, pees from her knees. Yeah. Um, Club yeah. Mad. Um, 24 weeks? No, 28. I'm like. Holy hot dogs. Should come out anytime. Not really. Well, I mean, but you Stay are in certainly in the zone of viability, which is, isn't that a wonderful relief? It is weird. I was talking to a friend about this who also had little people, and I'm sure you can relate to this. Pregnancy is just so crazy because it, it's just a game. You just want to get to the next milestone, right? Like you want to get to the next scan. And that's why I think I also always end up waiting so long to say that I'm pregnant because there's always another thing that yeah. could go wrong, God forbid, or... Yeah, we have to do the CVS testing. Oh, We have to do the 40 Well, maybe we're going to give you an am amnio. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, that casually sounds yeah. nice. Or, you know, when you're a geriatric pregnancy. Like, needles. Stay away from needles. Yeah. Don't even think of the word needle. Certainly don't buy any needle point. Thank you. That's really helpful. But yeah. <laughs> no. It, yeah. I Past 24 weeks, I feel like you feel a bit calmer. Yeah. But still, like, you don't want it to come out. No, you don't want it to come out. But You want fully baked. Fully 30, baked. I was 30, about 39 weeks. A little over 39 weeks when Cleo came. Oh, that's that was beautiful. good. Yeah. That's perfect. That's yeah. And also, you could be off a couple days. You could be off a half a week. You wouldn't know. And then their lungs are developed. Yeah. And then when their lungs are developed, it sends a signal to the part of your brain that's next to the part of your brain that tells you you're thirsty. And then the contractions begin. Is that true? That's true. Oh. It's a miraculous I thought it was process. the Indian food and the primrose oil that I took <laughs> a bath in. <laughs> no, but I ate. So they have something called the salad at the Coyote Cafe. Oh, you told LA. me about yeah. this. And I, I ate it. And a few hours later, like, labor was like a freight train. Isn't Every 90 weird? seconds, the contractions. That's intense. I don't think I ever got to 90 seconds. They started at 90 seconds. So I thought I was in silent labor. Oh. And so I went to the hospital and they're like. And they sent you home? No. They're like, you're two centimeters dilated, but your contractions are so regular. We have to keep you here. Oh. Yeah. And then I was like, checking. How long were you there? Uh, it was, gosh. I mean, I was in labor for 15 hours and then pushed for three and a half. And that's, so the pushing part, hard. They, I thought 10 minutes because I feel like everyone I've talked to like, yeah, 22 minutes of pushing and whoo, was that tough? And so I'm like, I didn't have a watch on, but I'm like, how long have I Like I'm looking at my this? wrist. I'm trying yeah. really hard. What the hell is going on here? Well, they do. I mean, the only other experience you have of like a big push is like a poop, right? Yeah. And you're like, I, I certainly I've have never had to poop cleared my hours yeah. out completely at yeah. this point. No, I was, it wasn't that bad. I pushed an hour 20 yeah, yeah. about. That's not bad. No. Second um, one. But it was. Fly right out. 48 hours of contractions. Did they give you Pitocin? No. Good. Don't ever I didn't want them. that. But I, I did an epidural. I needed that. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't feel my legs for many hours after she arrived. Oh. Which is a little disconcerting, but they tell you it's normal. Yeah. I mean, they tell you everything's normal. Like we want to control your pregnancy. It's normal. La, la, la. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really have very strong feelings that they're they, you know, and and part of it is where I'm from, the Pacific Northwest, you know, there are a lot of natural minded people, or especially women who are very invested in pregnancy, labor, yeah. and delivery. And, you know, it, it is supposed to be a natural process and if you give into it, you you allow your body to open up. And, you know, I, I was not indoctrinated, but 
I was witness to several pregnancies that they climaxed in natural deliveries, oftentimes at home and tubs and yeah. And it seemed so great the way people talked about him that I wanted a natural yeah. pregnancy. It was very important to me. I get it. I have a friend like that who lives between Vancouver and Whistler, where that's also mm-hmm. the Northwest yeah. and same kind of vibe. Um, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I felt very lucky to be able to deliver. You're not, see, that's the thing. Like, if your baby comes out healthy, healthy yeah. That's the most important thing. It really yes, is. People do get caught up like in the and plan ego or like, and, yeah, yeah. I, and I feel terrible for women who like want to breastfeed and can and feel like they're a failure. Yeah, and, and, and people who judge them oh, because it's the, absolutely like, brutal. Leche, some yeah. people just, it's, some babies can't latch and some women don't let down. And it's like, or some, excruci- don't it, want it is to. the most emotional thing in the, in the world to feel like you cannot feed your baby. Totally. Yeah. I feel that now. Clearly, was screaming hot dog. I feel just as bad as when I gave up <laughs> breastfeeding after six weeks. <laughs> hot dog. Oh, you're. Uh, is your older daughter ready? And when what does she know? How does she conceive of your tummy? And she like looks at it a lot. She'll yeah. pick up my shirt and be like, "Okay." Um. <laughs> She loves babies. Oh, great. And she loves doll babies. Wonderful. So that seems like we're going to be fine. Yeah. But she's also, she turned two last month. She's like a little violent, right? So I've tried to weave the stories together. Like, you're hitting your sister. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I don't give an F. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, too. Yeah, I'm too. Do they call it the wonderful twos, mom? Oh, last I checked, they don't. Right. There's but I've heard now that, that threes are worse. Everyone's like, we wait until you get to two. And then they're like, oh, by the way, you yeah. think it's bad? You ha- you don't know what's coming. Yeah, my brother said, do you know why they call it the terrible twos? So you don't give them away when they're three. Because <laughs> if they really told you about three, a lot of people would, you know, rethink the process. I guess it is. I try to think about how frustrating it would be if I was feeling things and mm-hmm. I couldn't communicate them. Yes. It's, right. the, it's the same thing. It's like it's locked like in syndrome, but and a rush of hormones yeah. and, you know, all of these feelings all at once. So, so I'm a huge fan of Happiest Baby on the Block, the Harvey Karp mm-hmm. book and video, but also the Happiest Toddler on the Block was m- even more helpful because mm-hmm. when I read that, I was finally able to communicate with, you know, a very high energy child. Yeah. And There's a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, that they're developing opinions is so funny. Yeah. And she's then, like, no, like it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is a Jacotti like dress. Yeah. This is your favorite thing a week ago. <laughs> totally. Or my favorite, do you know how much I paid for this? Brian's like, she's two. <laughs> the currency doesn't matter to her because, you know, around like holidays or birthday and you need a sale, but you're like, oh, I'll go for the stupid thing, right? Because yeah. normally you're like, here's your gap stuff. Let's mm-hmm. get on with your life. No like it to all three of her new fancy dresses. Uh, yeah, and I'm But like, part of it is just like, oh, I have some power over my choices right. in my life. Like they don't just get to pull things over my head and call it good. No. Like I now have a say here. Right. I can wear a bow <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Especially in the bath. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the hair in the bath is a thing. Washing her hair. I haven't cut her hair yet. You don't have to. Right? Oh, that's over. 18. She's fine. Yeah. Let it She's grow to fine. the floor. Rapunzel. She's fine. <laughs> she looks like a Hanson brother. Like when we let it down. 
That's amazing. Yeah. Like the littlest member of the troop. Oh, I absolutely love it. And the bossiest one of all. 100%. No, like it. All right. Well, anytime you need a mocktail, just let me know. Yeah, this is great. And you're like in this cute little studio now. No, it's it's our pod. Look at the city. Look at those bright lights. Oh, my God. I should come and be an actress. Yes, absolutely. Um, Bring Cleo next time. And and we will discuss. Yeah. We'll have another happy hour. She can decide the mocktail. You know, it's and like, we'll put it in a little bottle. Sprite. Like, I don't even care. I'm sure management would love that if they saw a, t- a two-year-old on a podcast <laughs> the martini holding glass. a martini glass. <laughs> I bet she would do a very classy job. <laughs> she is a classy little lady. She is. And with the most wonderful mother to look up oh, to. And Brian Tarlov, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank Cheers you to me. you Cheers and your family. You. And to a new year and a new baby. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.